program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Did you know I was hungry? Actually, I haven't I haven't eaten a whole lot today. I had a couple of pieces of uh, pork that my wife cooked last night, and that was it. And you brought me stuffed grape leaves? Come Homemade on. stuffed grape leaves. Homemade. Well, uh, Pat Dooley and Zach Abaverde here. We've been wanting to get Zach on for a while, but he's been so busy trying to deal with all the stuff that's going on, including recruiting. So we'll talk about a lot of that, uh, a lot of recruiting stuff, but also, uh, obviously... Commitment video season, you know. I know it is. <laughs> you know me. You still owe me a helmet back, by the way. Just no, I'm hanging on to that. Okay. I need it. it uh, if it helps it's, it's, Florida it's a, it's a helpful, get commitments, I will. I will. I will. It, I'm okay with it. It will appear in multiple commitment videos. Okay. I'll tell people, hey, that's my helmet. Um, I can't get my hands on another one. Although I, I, I did hear today from Sean Kelly, he needs a Gator helmet. So he needs one to add to his his man cave that he'll have here in Gainesville, the new voice of the Gators. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's interesting. We didn't talk hardly at all about it yesterday because Jeff was on the show, so we didn't. That's a a wound that's a little bit open. But um, you know, I, I I'm not I'm disappointed for Jeff. I I don't know Sean Kelly. I've I've heard some of his calls. My wife even texted me today and said, "Man, I like this new guy, the voice, uh, the voice." Yeah. So he's the voice. I mean. I I don't I think there's it's like he's he's not going to be Ron Zuck okay he's not going to replace a legend and be bad at it and and again the 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 bar is not as high for following Steve Spurrier <laughs> as it is for following McCubert but um, it is a different world for him because he's coming into a program where fans are going to get upset when things don't go well um, you know um, whereas you know, when Mick came in here, everybody knew it wasn't going to go well. Somehow yeah. they were going to screw it up in football and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just always that way. They were they were kind of the South Carolina before <laughs> South Carolina got South to be South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, when Florida became great, it was with him behind the mic. You know. To all of it. Yeah. I mean, all the championships, all the national championships for football and basketball. Um, so, anyway. Uh, I Look, I... But, but I'm sure Florida did a great job, and I'm sure he's going to be great. And eventually, I'll, I'll I hope to get him on my podcast. Um, we all lo- wanted Jeff to get the job because we love Jeff. Yeah, I mean, we have personal, very deep relationships with Jeff, and I didn't want to talk about it yesterday when Jeff was on the show. But I love Jeff. I mean, he's like probably between him and Robbie. I don't know who my best friend is in the world. So I wanted him to get it. Well, Robbie's got some years on him. <laughs> I don't think Robbie could have done it. Here's the thing. I'm not watching this game anymore. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it'd be uh, Shane doing it by himself. Hey, well, here, they're going to throw it. <laughs> that would be the show or the uh, the broadcast. But, no, so good luck to Sean Kelly. I hope he does well. I hope to get to know him. I hope to 
meet him. I hope to get him on my podcast. Um, There's 180 applicants for the job. Well, yeah, that's about right. 180. I'm probably sure. more. Th- probably more than there were when McHubert got the job. Yeah, I think it was in the 30s. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it wasn't that great a job. Yeah. It's a way better job. And, it, when, when, and Mick made it that. When, yeah, but when, also when we talk about the brand that Florida is, it wasn't just, I mean, Mick didn't just make it that, a great job. Steve Spurrier, Billy yeah. Donovan, Urban Meyer. Those players he was calling. Yes. I mean, they, they made it a great job. And um, I, Alex Fiedo, Brady Singer, all those guys he called yeah. in baseball. So um, so we'll see what happens there. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to I haven't really – Made an effort. I'm, well, I would, I would caution, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I would caution time, Florida fans yeah. that 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 want to like. Well, let me go back and hear some sound bites of him recently. Well, for the last three years, he was on ESPN Radio as a national play-by-play yeah, broadcaster. Totally, so he's down the line. Yeah, and you're not going to hear a bunch of excitement come out of his voice, as probably was the case when he was the voice of the Pelicans. You know, right, he, right. So, exactly. I mean, so he's been in that role before, but now he gets to get back into it, uh, which, and now he gets to do it for SEC football. It was a totally well, different beast than yeah. NBA basketball, and and the beast keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we have no idea what the beast is going to be. But if I had one piece of advice for him, which I know he doesn't want to hear, and he got the job despite my piece of advice, would be <laughs> never force anything. Mick didn't force Dorian's got a touchdown. Yeah. Nobody knew who. Mick Hubert was. They they had different names for him. He's told this story many times. Mark Hubert uh, on the call. You know, all this. But then Dorian had – I mean, that's the way we all felt at that moment. Yeah. And that's what you have to be able to do. Don't force it. Don't go, it's an unbelievable play for a touchdown against USF. You, know? <laughs> you don't want to do that. Unless Anthony Richardson jumps over somebody again. Yeah. Which might happen. happen. Yeah. You never know. They're going to need it. Yep. They are going to need it. We're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk about the expectations for this football season. We're going to talk about, obviously, um, you know, Zach, you're dealing with all this stuff uh, with your guys, too, about uh, conference realignment. I mean, everybody's, you know, it's gotten to this point now where if I, I could put a tweet out right now and say, Source source uh, high ranking SEC oh, source. Oh, huge news! What huge news? Breaking news! What I didn't, wow. I didn't even say my fake news yet. I, I, I got I got this breaking news from on three. Uh, Hayes Fawcett, the Florida Gators and Billy Napier have flipped quarterback Marcus Stokes from Penn State, mm. who attends. Timmy Tebow's high school. Nice. The second coming is officially coming. Ah, uh, come on. Nah, hey, nah, it's not. <laughs> no, we're, but. We're not going second coming. I'm saying second okay. coming of a quarterback from Nice. That's what I'm saying. Nah, but No, nah, we're still not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> regardless, <laughs> r- regardless, the Gators have their quarterback for 2023. That's that like, that is, that has been the number one story, um, of the off season for the last month because of Jaden oh, yeah. Rashada. Yeah. And, and Arch it, when, Manning, who they never were going to get. Never were going to get, but Rashada announces on um, Rashada 20, announces on I the twenty sixth. Yeah. Or twenty sixth, yeah. And they don't even let two weeks pass before they land their next quarterback. Yeah, right. he still can't recruit. So what kind of what kind I I mean I'm I, mean, I don't believe in stars, but how many stars is he? 
I believe he's a four stars four star quarterback. He was just at the Elite Eleven. Okay, so he. But again, I don't worry about him until they show up on campus, and then I don't worry about it until they show up for the next year on yeah. campus. Because it's almost like everybody walks in to their whatever school they're going to, and they're in the transfer portal immediately. Me- medically, I mean mentally, they're in the transfer portal. They go, eh. I don't know if I like the way this is working out. NIL deal's not quite what I want. Bill, I haven't played a game yet, but I'm thinking about transferring. Billy just tweeted his, uh, his, his, sun, uh, his sunglass yeah. emojis. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good for them. Oh, could, man. Could you believe it, though, when people were losing their mind over Rashada? Who they, if, if, Listen, Rash, if said, Rashada had walked into the room next to them and ordered Chipotle... They would not have been able to recognize him. Yeah. They literally recruited him for two months. Yeah. One, two. But so did Cristobal, too, right? No. Cristobal offered him in September of 2021 when he was at Oregon, recruited Uh, him that whole time. That's different. When he went to Miami, was one of the first Power Fives that came and offered him among first-year coaches. All these other guys came late to the party. So it would have been way worse had he gone to Florida over Miami and had how it looked for Cristobal than it did for Billy and his staff to miss out on him. That's first of all. Second of all, this was not a, and I've said this on my podcast, this was not a year, two-year investment by a staff that had singled out a guy and said, this is our quarterback for this cycle. We're going all in on him like they did with Tim Tebow like they did with Anthony Richardson. Those staffs invested over a year of recruiting into that guy, and then they got him. Now, at the end, and now so it's not the same, you know no, what I mean? No, it, no. And, and like th- they did with, actually did with DeMarcus Bowman, and it, yeah. and it worked, didn't work out. Then it worked out, and now it hadn't worked out. And then the third point of it all is all these fans freaked out as if Florida's quarterback position currently – was just down in the dumps, and they desperately needed Jaden Rashada to come. That's not the case. You guys are worried about a guy that is at most two years away from playing. Yeah. When right here, right now, this year, this fall, you have a quarterback one that you guys have been waiting two years to have the job in Anthony Richardson. He finally has the job. Everybody's saying he's going to be a first-round pick. He's going to the yeah, Manning right. pa- He's going to the I'll Manning pass. I believe that when I see it. Yeah. But regardless, he's got all this hype around him. And and we're worried about a, a, a you know, a guy that's in high school still. Like that but to me But a little is, bit of that, and I'll be honest with you, Zach, is that the hype, a lot of the hype that comes comes from websites like yours and and other people that say Boy, this is a big target for Florida. Well, it's a and big then, target. When they don't get him, everybody goes, "We missed our big target." Even though the coaches could be going, "Ah, that's fine. We got this other guy." We, sure. you know, and and a lot of times I I tell people this all the time, and they don't want to ever buy it. Um, you'll see a guy say, "Hey, I've decommitted," or "I'm I'm I'm choosing this school over that one." Well, maybe at that school he couldn't either get into school, or they went. They said. And we've looked into your well, – we don't, we don't really want to get you. I'm not saying anybody individually. And I'm sure there are guys that have come to Florida yeah. where other teams have said, you know, we're going to pass on you. We don't think yeah. you have the twitch. We don't think you have this. Yeah. Or you got too much baggage. Yeah, or you have too much baggage. Or you, got, mean, a, or you got a family member who's too overbearing. We don't want to deal with that. 
That would be every player in America. Uh, and be <laughs> some quarterbacks, uh, if you get my drift. <laughs> Sometimes things work out for themselves. Yeah. Well, and I think yeah, it obviously does. So that's big news. Yeah, congratulations. And that's why we had Zach on today, so he could talk about recruiting and explain things. You, explain you, you, it. Well, I don't know what your train of thought that I interrupted was, but you'd still be going on about that. We wouldn't even have the news out there. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> this is bigger news. But but like you said, who knows? He might get here in a year. He might hit the portal. But regardless, they got their quarterback. Now no one can say they can't recruit. <laughs> well, and, and it's almost like Zach, you know what else? You know this. No, I'm just gonna let me finish this thought, okay? Because I'll, I'll forget it. <laughs> that it's almost like people want to judge a coach based on recruiting um, class. Ba- and, and and again, you you have to recruit good players. There's no doubt about it. But it's not all all of coaching. That's not everything about coaching. The other thing is, and I said this a million times, Zach. Just because Billy Napier came in here and knows what he's doing. we fi- Florida finally has a coach who knows what he's doing. He's got this. And because Florida spent all this money on, on recruiting, it, it wasn't and like. football spending, yeah, in general. It, it wasn't like, okay, immediately you're going to have the number one class in America. Alabama did not quit recruiting, did they? Did they no. stop? Georgia? Nope. They stopped? Ohio State? They stopped? A&M? They didn't stop recruiting. If anything, Arkansas? Billy made them. Which has the best NIL deals. Up. Yep, at least they're getting kids kids in here. It's step one. They still don't have the building up. I they, mean, it's they not still haven't coached a game. Yeah, and it's the look. The building is still. I mean, it's on schedule. And I was talking to somebody the other day that would know. It's going to open at the end of July. It, yeah. uh, some people have been saying August. It's going to, but that's not going to help. Um, it's 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 once you open that, like it's not helping right now. Because mm-hmm. I always tell people. You can show artist renderings. You can show people a building that is just mortar and, you know, whatever, you know, cement and everything. When you show them, here's where you're going to be hanging out, it's totally different. Yeah. And I think I think the next class will be the great class. This class needs to be a 9, 10, 11 class. Would you agree with that? Yeah. In that range. In the, and they're – that, they're they're already that right there. I mean, they're top 15 now, especially with his pledge. If they land Cormani McLean or some of these other big fish that are still left on the board, there's still a lot of guys, then they're going to be fine. But, again, all the <laughs> all these people that freaked out over the quarterback situation. Oh, they freak out all the time. In a bump class, which is, yeah. for those that don't know, a bump class, that's a coach's first full rec- recruiting cycle after he gets hired. And in this case, if you break it down like this, which I did in my mailbag a couple weeks ago, if you look at it in the lens of, you know, in the summer, at the end of June, Florida's last four, or previous four coaches, should I say, in their bump class, before they had coached a game, only one of them had a quarterback committed by the end of June. And that was Dan Mullen. And the quarterback that committed to him was committed to him at Mississippi State. Yeah. The The common thread there is there's a lack of relationship right. in all of those cycles that those coaches had with all the quarterbacks in that class. But here is why Gator fans, and again, this is a, a lot of it's millennial Gator fans, or, or when I say millennial, I sometimes, if you're to me, if you're under 40, you're a, <laughs> a millennial. But a lot of them have that, 
that kind of expectation that is unrealistic in this day and age. Urban came in and did it. His bump class was unbelievable. Yeah, but even and, and even he didn't have Tebow committed. You know, remember how long that, oh yeah, that one dragged took out? Took forever. Yeah, you know, I remember the day he committed on TV. Yeah. TV. That that was when <laughs> that I was watching. It was pathetic. Which and that was such a um, what was wild about that, and I don't know if it's ever been done like that before. To be honest, because you see everybody announce on TV now. What ESPN did was they did a whole documentary on him, and then yeah. at the end of it, it revealed where he was going. He was going to South Beach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get a break. I know that. Byron, we'll get to you as we come back on the other side. Zach Alberti in here from On3Sports.com. Is that? Is there anything else you want to plug? Gators Online. <laughs> Gators Online. Is that what? It, that's the that's the Florida site. Okay. You know. And we'll talk about my the site I write for GatorsWire.com. I you wouldn't believe the numbers we're getting on the Dooley's dozen for twelve do overs. <laughs> the numbers are ridiculous. So you and you've gone from ten to twelve for the, yes. to hit the dozen. I like that. I was I was given that as an idea, and it it has worked. But it's a little bit harder. Yeah, but (laughs) you're capable of coming up with two extra ideas. Sometimes I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we'll be back and talk uh, to you. And you're welcome to call here. I think I'm going to eat some of these grape leaves during the break. (laughs) You're listening to The Tailgate, ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. Charges against former Gator basketball star Keontae Johnson were dropped yesterday, according to the Alachua County Court docket. Johnson had been accused of sexual assault earlier this year, but the court records showed that prosecutors agreed to dismiss the case. Tennis star Rafael Nadal has just pulled out of competition at Wimbledon. After beating the final American man yesterday in Taylor Fritz, he was supposed to play Nick Kyrgios in the semifinal. With Nadal out, Kyrgios advances to the final for the first time in his career. In Major League Baseball, the Braves and the Marlins are both in action tonight. The Braves take on the St. Louis Cardinals and look to complete the four-game sweep. The Marlins travel to New York to take on the NL East leading Mets. Tonight marks the beginning of a four-game series for the team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection of over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. I'm two grape leaves in, just so you know. All right. They are really good. Your dad made those for me. He did. Huh? He he came out with a plate to take these to Pat. I'm sure he, he could oh. use it. I, I was starving, too, so it's perfect. In fact, when I was walking up uh, from our parking spot, where I park at least, um, I was like, man, I should stop and get something, chips or something, but I, ah, let me just get up there. So now you saved me. <laughs> and now Byron's going to save us by uh, giving us our first call of the day. Byron, what's going on? Uh, I'm going to try there, Pat. Pat, uh, speaking of that, man, you know, I- I've been talking to Larry, wherever he had in New York, and Steve and you for years trying to, you know, stump you, aggravate you, just whatever we do. But I want to say, man, I love you. You were at other stations. I've met you. So when I say these three things, I hope your, your wife and your daughter, who I, I, I never met in respect, let you treat me to the down at Spurrier that I deserve because I'm finna show you three, one or two things that you probably won't agree with, but I'm going to show you what's going to happen this year. Number one, Richardson will be a first-round draft choice somewhere down the line from Eastside High School, and he will lead the Gators to – number two, Georgia and Florida will be playing to go to the SEC championship. I don't know now to predict we're going to win, so I want to win that down at Spurrier, so I'm going to stay with just Georgia. That's going to be a big game. And thirdly, Napier is a great recruiter. He he gets – I can feel the spirit. He, he I want to play again. So I, somewhere within the Jacksonville, Lake City, Orlando, Tampa area, which is – I call that our recruiting base, he will land somebody in the next year who's going to turn out to be a stud 
and we will win a national championship. It'll be a while, so I'm going to try to hang in there. I'm 64, Pat. There might be a few years, but I want my down in Spurs. Go Gators! All right, Byron. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm a believer that Billy Napier is going to get this thing going in the right direction. It may not be right away, but as we know, this isn't the most patient fan base. There aren't a lot. You know who's a patient fan base? Vandy. They're <laughs> patient. If we can get to four wins, we'll be good. You know Dick, Nick Del Torre's dream is to cover Vandy. <laughs> that would be so easy. Huh? And they live in Nashville. Yeah, it'd be great. And you don't have Coach, the, can you talk about um, the when they scored their forty first point? <laughs> and you get one on ones nonstop. You are <laughs> the only guy there. Uh, no, actually, they probably have as as many media as Florida does. They just they have to do it because you know, like Teresa Walker, people like that. They have to for AP. But yeah, no, I, I it's kind of funny because Robbie and I used to joke, "What if Florida went on probation one year and we could just sit home for every game?" And just watch every game that was on TV. <laughs> and then we got that when we, reti- we yeah, retired. Yeah, now you can do that now. And now we're like, yeah, it's good. I like it better, to be honest with you. But I miss going to the game. So I'm going to try to go to some, at least. I'm planning on being at the Utah game. Man, I just looked up all the road trips for A&M, Terrible. Knoxville, and Nashville. You know what the most expensive trip was? Knoxville's not cheap. I know that. It's in Nashville. Well, because Nashville the flight, it, 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 and not only that, because it's uh, become the bachelorette place to go. Uh-huh. It, it's become Vegas. It's Vegas of the East. <laughs> That's where everybody goes for bachelorette parties. So yeah, it gets expensive. You you almost have to fly out of Orlando, which I hate. I would rather. In fact, I've kind of put a ban on that. Like I already put a ban on Disney World. Like I would never go there again. <laughs> now I get a, a ban on the Orlando airport uh, after la- our last trip there. But I tell you, what's a good airport to fly out of is Jacksonville. It's nothing. I mean, it's, it, yeah. But it's kind of. I, I it's mean, nice though. Only three this, road trips it, this year. It's kind of fun listening to somebody talk about going on road trips because, for example, SEC Media Day is coming up in ten, eleven days. Yeah. You fly into Houston, right? For uh, a college that's station? where we stayed there. Yeah. We stayed there. It's about a two-hour drive. It was the only time I ever went was that one year uh, in 2012. Yeah. They won. They did. That was when I uh, – Johnny Manziel. I got into the stadium and we're sitting in the press box, and I said – I tweeted it out. I said, I can see Russia from, from my press box. <laughs> it was like there was nothing for millions of miles <laughs> straight out. Now they've built it in now. So that they've, um, you know, it's it's totally surrounded. But yeah, I, I again, this is part of lazy scheduling on the SEC's part. It's it still aggravates me. There's no reason Florida should be playing Texas A&M again. Not three times before Georgia plays them once on the road. Three times on the road before Georgia plays. Them also, once. they came to the swamp too. Yes. Somebody didn't get it right. Okay, it's ridiculous. But probably wasn't a Florida fan. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> just go win the game. Go win the game, and you know we'll see what happens. Nick votes to move the league office to Nashville. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> I think the league office should be in Gainesville. Then we would see how everything would change. Up, oh, you can't call all those penalties against the Gators anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's coincidence, but I—I I mean, I have total in, 
uh, belief in the integrity of Greg Sankey, believe me. I, I think he's one of the great people of all time, but there's got to be some influence on things that happen. When you're in Birmingham, yeah. and, and in Birmingham, don't think anybody's really getting involved with Auburn that much. Just don't put the league office in Athens. <laughs> no. It may be over then. Yeah, it would, it would be. All right, three nine two eight two five five. If you want to get in here and talk, I'm going to give. I have been threatening to give this great stat for Uh-oh. over a week, and and every time I do it, we get flooded with calls, and I never get to it. So I'm going to give it to you on the other side of this break, and we'll see if you give it like to me, it. baby. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you that way. I'm just going to give you the stat. We'll do that after we take a break. You're listening to the tailgate, ESPN. 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes. 
It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms are likely to develop in the heating of the day. We've already seen a couple of those even early this afternoon. Those are expected to continue through the evening, producing heavy rain and even at times frequent lightning. Storms should remain sub-severe, but of course we'll be keeping an eye on them through the afternoon and early evening. Once we lose the heating of the day, we'll lose storm coverage, but we'll do it all over again tomorrow with highs in the low and mid-90s. From the UF Weather Central Meteorologist, Justin Pappard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman. Do I believe Draymond think that he has a really good team that's going to compete at the highest level? Yeah, I, I think he believes that. Does he believe they got another championship or two inside of that arena? I think he believes that. But I don't personally subscribe to believing that he believes they're going to win three out of the next four. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here uh, here on uh, Thursday. Again, no show tomorrow. Jeff is gone. I'm gone. This is the summer, and we're trying to give you as much as we can. So get your calls in today if you want to talk about anything, whether it's um, obviously realignment, whether you think there's going to be a, still a 12-team playoff. We still don't have any idea about that. We still don't know what the SEC schedule is going to look like. And now it almost looks like, to me, like the SEC knew – something was going to happen, and they were like, we don't need to get this schedule thing worked out yet. No. Let's wait a little bit. Let's wait a little while, and let's see what happens. Because if – It could be a mute point. Yeah, and, and because if if if, uh, if the Big 12 dissolves or the Big 12 does it – Or the ACC. Yeah, then maybe the Texas-Oklahoma are able to join right away. I mean, not, not this year, but next year. So – could. W- where would you see the SEC going if it added more teams? ACC? I Here's the thing. I would not, and I've said this many times, I would never add teams just to add them. I, I not, which, look, I got, let, let's kind of go through the history of what happened here in the SEC. Arkansas I got. Arkansas had a pretty good tradition. South Carolina, you know, again, you that you put a team in the state of South Carolina, you're trying to expand your footprint. Texas A&M, you, you wanted a team in Texas. Missouri, nobody can explain to me. I still can't figure out why they – St. Louis, that's the only – Yeah, but St. Louis is two hours away. 
Kansas City's two hours away. Neither one of them care about Missouri football. They don't. <laughs> or, um, or, or Missouri athletics, for that matter. But I know. So I'm sitting here, and I'm going, I don't know that they're – look, you're not probably not going to get Notre Dame. And I still think Notre Dame is just going to say, hey, look, guys, you guys keep doing this. We're going to stand for what we believe in, and we're, we're making plenty of money. We're fine. We don't need to make more the way you guys are. We're not cash grabbers. We're gonna. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. And after that, you know, I, I talked about this with Jeff yesterday. Colin Coward said this, and I think I agree with him. It's the only national brand left other than the, the schools in the SEC and the uh, Big Ten. I mean, that's it. Notre Dame. I don't think Clemson's that big a brand. I, I think people – USC. But, but no, USC's gone. I mean, USC's yeah, yeah, the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, sure, sure, so sure, sure. I can't think of anybody else who's – it's certainly not FSU in Miami. Miami would be the closest thing, but they haven't been good. You know, I mean, the U brand was bigger back in the it day than, than FSU. Now they're Although playing the game. FSU, they're games in front of 15,000, 20,000 people. That's the bottom line. I mean, you have to look at it that way. So, yeah. but but I mean, I could see the SEC going. We're going to go Clemson, Miami. We're going to gut the ACC. Um, Do you think they would want Clemson or Florida State, I, Florida State, or Miami? I literally can't think of a reason to take Clemson. I and and that I know Clemson people are going to lose their minds when I say that. Why would you take Clemson? It's a small town. It's not a big TV audience. Yeah, they had a, a nice little run. Their coaches basically said, "I'm not. I don't want to deal with NIL. I don't want to deal with the transfer portal." You know, recruiting's dropped off a little bit. I I don't see where Clemson's that attractive. Myself, do you? No, I mean it's it's obviously about what they've done lately. But if Dabble's gone or they don't, what do they what they do last year? Yeah. Well, it's lately. <laughs> Even though they were still had a decent season. I don't know. Yeah, Dabo could be gone, and, and who knows? It could be they could bring in Tommy Bound again. <laughs> I, I would I would be interested to see how Florida, you know, their their part in, in potentially adding a Miami or FSU. Would they have a preference? Would they not want one or the other or both? I don't know. I mean, again, there would was, they, I, their opinion might not matter. Yeah. Do you remember when I'm trying to remember when it was when there was all this talk about realignment? It must have been when I can't remember. I, it was like it, it's been in the last ten years, and everybody was saying, "Hey, look, you know, FSU had their chance. They could have come in '92. They chose not to. Um, and and now, but now, what is the real attraction of Florida State? You've got a small, again, a small college town, which every yeah. Pretty much every school in the SEC other than Nashville is a small college town, but that's not an appeal. Yeah. At least and, Coral Gables is the peach. Yeah. you have the, Well, not only that, but you still have the, a lot of eyeballs. But it's the same thing. Like with bringing UCLA in, yeah, you had to probably take them to get USC. Nobody's watching UCLA games. Nobody in L.A. is watching UCLA games. I've never – Ever. I've been to L.A. four or five times. Never seen anybody wearing a UCLA shirt. <laughs> it's in Los Angeles. Never seen one person. It's just different. But, uh, you you think, no doubt, Oklahoma and Texas, bigger additions for the SEC than the big I think uh, 10 so. adding 
USC and UCLA. I think if I think if you look at TV markets, obviously, when you add LA versus adding Norman and Austin, Austin, which are fine TV markets. I mean, especially Austin. Austin yeah, they're but thirty. I think it was just about getting. Um, you know, those schools wanted to come, and they the brand. The of, brands are better though. The Texas brand is, I think, the best, biggest brand of all. Of all the four. I, I, oh, I, I think of, I, of anybody. I think it's number one. I think in terms of sales of uh, merchandise of uh, you know paraphernalia. But among those four and, and and the ones that got added, I'd rank them in terms of brands. Maybe Texas, USC, um, Oklahoma, UCLA. Yeah, that's the way I would go. Yeah, and USC's. I don't know how big a brand it it still is. I mean, it's kind of falling off. <laughs> I mean, just the Clay Helton experiment did not work out. Nope. Or, the, I Lane, mean, or the Lane Kiffin experiment. <laughs> but we'll see what the Lincoln Riley experiment does. Think about Lincoln Riley's like, oh man, I'm going to come in here. Hey, and let me tell you what, you got. I got news for you. I'm going to recruit the hell out of it. And I'm going to get. We're going to dominate this conference. Our conference is what now? <laughs> we had to play Ohio State every year. In Michigan, uh, the, the memes that came out that day were just. <laughs> Gosh. Well, you you talked earlier. We we find, we broke this news. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna give take full credit for it. Yeah. Here Sorry, on the tailgate. Florida uh, gets a uh, commitment flip. flip from Marcus Stokes, who was uh, committed to uh, Penn State. A four-star quarterback. Nice High School. From Nice. Why would he even be going to Penn State? Because he didn't have an offer from Florida. They they were prior. They, he came in the spring, took a visit. Always wanted to go to UF. Staff liked him. So do him, you think they, they were? Pri- they prioritized other guys. They went Manning, Rashada, Stokes. Uh, no, I think they went. Um, I don't. I I cannot imagine. I know Florida wanted to make a take a swing at Manning, but. This kid, his mentor in life is who? Peyton. Yes. Who Florida fans have made fun of for, for his entire career. No, that wasn't going to happen. Um, I, I think, I believe, I believe. I believe. That it went um, Arch Eli Holstein, who ended up at Alabama, who's from Louisiana. Um, then they went after Rashada and then Stokes. So I, I would say, um, probably, probably, probably that's how the, that was the picking order of their pursuit. But you know, and, and in fairness to them, you know, you can look and say we well, should have just offered Stokes a scholarship, but they they, they don't seem like the type of staff that's going to offer you unless they're ready to take your commitment. Right, right. Um, and call that right or wrong, uh, they're not going to feel obligated to to throw a hat in there just because other people have. Um, but, know. I mean, how many uh, – On and, and, again, I don't know that this staff is that much different from other staffs, but how many how many people do you offer in a recruiting cycle? I mean, 65? Well, I mean – You only have 25 you know, scholarships. You know, specifically at the quarterback position, I mean, they were very selective. You know, they, they kind of went um, – it, it took a while. I mean, I want to say they only offered – uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, now seven guys. What if all seven had come? <laughs> Would have been a crowded room. Oh, man, Florida just got another commitment. Uh-oh. 
Zach's breaking news here. That's why I wanted you on today. So you could break news on the air. All right, we will give you that commitment. Now, this oh, is my gosh. So no, wait, wait, wait. I want you to wait till after the break and then come back and do it. So that'll make people. Right, let me go. I got to call my, my uh, recruiting right. call. We'll be back. More breaking news here on, on recruiting coming from Zach Albaverde. It's hot, he says. We'll give it to you when we come back. You're listening to the Tailgate ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Charges against former Gator basketball star Keontae Johnson were dropped yesterday, according to the Alachua County Court docket. Johnson had been accused of sexual assault earlier this year, but the court records showed that prosecutors agreed to dismiss the case. Tennis star Rafael Nadal has just pulled out of competition at Wimbledon. After beating the final American man yesterday in Taylor Fritz, he was supposed to play Nick Kyrgios in the semifinal. With Nadal out, Kyrgios advances to the final for the first time in his career. In Major League Baseball, the Braves and the Marlins are both in action tonight. The Braves take on the St. Louis Cardinals and look to complete the four-game sweep. The Marlins travel to New York to take on the NL East leading Mets. Tonight marks the beginning of a four-game series for the team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The most important thing I learned from my father was work ethic and integrity. Never veer away from integrity, even if it costs you money. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. The core value for IDC is to protect the customer. That means offering the largest selection, uncompromising quality, the strongest warranties, and honest guidance from experts who are not paid on commission. The other trait Keith picked up from his father, a passion for competing, making sure IDC customers always get the best price in the market on any purchase. There's one thing I love is to be competitive, and I have never stopped. I hate to lose. No games, no nonsense. Just the best values every day on diamonds, engagement rings, and fashion jewelry. And that's what drives me every day. I work to have that inventory at the right price, 365 days a year. So when you come here, you're not getting schnooker. You're getting the right price on the right item all the time. Period. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Online. ShopIDC.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. The WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 
back here and uh breaking news for zach coming from zach so give no give your website credit because you're breaking the news yeah man hayes Fawcett, uh great hire by shannon terry of on three sports guys these guys all over uh man these kids man they they whenever they have a announcement they need to make he's he's their uh he's their edit guy and they just trust him and uh you know he he literally just tweeted, have a day, Florida. Um, Hayes Fawcett from On3 Sports. They flip Marcus Stokes, um, whose quarterback from uh, from Nice High School was committed to Penn State. And now they land uh, top 200 overall recruit and four-star running back Trayon Webb from Jacksonville, who commits to the, Gator over, uh, to the Gators over Penn State and South Carolina. He was initially scheduled uh, to decide on the 30th and he had recently taken a trip to Penn State and there were some crystal balls I think that's what they're yeah. called that yeah. had uh, had him going to the Nittany Lions after he had been long considered a Florida lean and I you know he decided to push back his decision who knows if, knows if he was going to go to Penn State or Florida but he wanted to take some more time to think about it um He's he's let a week go by now, and today he announces the um, nephew of Gator former Florida quarterback D Webb, um, Trayon Webb. Player, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he is as he has in his uh, edit from Hayes Fawcett of On Three. History repeats itself, and another Webb is coming to Gainesville. That's great, and this uh, is huge. I mean, I kind of had a feeling he was going to come just from reading his tweets because he, I, I follow him on Twitter. Well, and he's got his NIL gear that's um, literally orange and blue colors. Yeah. So that's, it's kind of the writing was on the wall there. But this is a huge day for Florida because you get basically your commitments in your backfield. You get your quarterback and your running back. They are probably going to land another top 50 player tomorrow and four-star wide receiver Eugene Wilson from Tampa. So they've landed some some nice defensive players, and now they're, they're starting to get some some skill players on offense, and those are important pieces, as you know. Yeah, and I think the the uh, obviously the guy whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce it that committed to Miami over the weekend, Gao. is that it? Are you talking about uh, for the the, the guy on Monday? Yeah, committed to Miami. Oh, oh, Monday. The yeah, offensive yeah. line. Yeah, I mean they've they've got to they've got to shore that up. That's an area where I think they have some concerns, but there's no doubt that they could still get it done. I mean, it, and again, I I felt like there could be one recruit, and we know what happened with Tebow in in 2000. That would be the 2006 recruiting class, yep. right? So Tebow announces, and all of a sudden, that's it. All right, the floodgates open. I don't know that there's a guy like that in this class, and I don't know that certainly anybody they've gotten is going to open the floodgates. But it will make people like you and I were just talking off the air. These guys need to know who who is going to be at playing quarterback down the road. Obviously, they're not coming here. They hope to play with Anthony Richardson, but they know they may not. If if Anthony Richardson is what his talent, physical talent is, 
and what a lot of people reject him at, he ain't going to be here after this year. In a way, you hope he's not here because that would mean he had a great year. But in, in another way, you go, hey, have a great year, but not too good. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know, when, you know, you don't know where to, where to stop with that. So, uh, and again, mm-hmm. I think with the quarterbacks and the way they're going. Man, it's, it's a good thing that they didn't fire Billy and his staff before they coached the game. Well, they were thinking about they were it. Ready. You know, I know Scott Strickland had high-level meetings thinking about getting rid of Billy because he lost a recruit. Yeah, he didn't have enough commitments in June. He would have been – well, no, there have been other coach, coaches fired at O&O. Uh, I would put uh, Mike Price would be <laughs> Who else got fired at O&O? I'm trying to think. If anybody else got, Mike Price you know, maybe the, the, the funny thing about it all too is that, you know, for the folks that really follow recruiting and have been doing it for a while, you know that Billy can recruit. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Like, Doesn't mean he's going to get every player nope. he's after. Nor is any. Nor is the other coaches in this state that are recruiting Florida players. No, we've seen Georgia lose guys in, in the last week. We've yeah. seen Alabama not get guys in the last week. Now, the question is, were they actively recruiting or did they was that who they they said, I'm down to four. I never mm. you'd never know. And you never know if they're gonna be good. So you you tr- you gotta recruit at a high level and what you have to do, in fact, I remember Napier talking to the quarterback club about this. You 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 Try to sign 25 guys, and you better hit on 12 or 15 of them. Mm-hmm. Ten of them are probably going to be busts, and they, they're going to transfer. They're not going to be – Just not contribute. They're enough. not going to contribute anywhere. You know, some of them, maybe they get go to the right place and they, they do contribute. Who knows? But you you can't sit here and go, i got to get twenty the 25 best players in the world. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do that, except maybe Georgia and Alabama. They miss too. They do. They do. But it's interesting, and I, I'm open. I, you know, I, I hope Gator fans will just back off this. We'll learn. I mean, learn from this week. Yeah. All the, all the 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 people that were writing them off, even after they had three straight top three hundred commitments, three straight in yeah. a week, in a week, and it was it uh, wasn't enough. Terrible. Um, Awful. You know, and, and then now they hit this week. Starting Monday on July 4th, they get a top 50 surprise commit, and then they get two today that are surprises, and they're probably going to get at least one tomorrow. And if there's another wide receiver that gets a commitment edit made, then they'll have another commitment. Well, that's why you're here. That's the only reason I brought you in here, Zach, is so you could just break news on the air. I'm just saying, man, it's just like – they, they think they got these army of people not you're, doing anything. You're giddy though. You're happy because you're at least able to break. It's just funny it, stories. It's, it's well, it's just funny to see. You know, I can't wait to get on our message board after this and see all the people that were beating their chest a week ago. What they have to say now? Well, let me let me give you this stat, okay? And I I've, I've been holding this stat back, and we were going to talk about it and talk about it, and maybe we'll talk about it on the other side. Uh, second hour, of course, will be brought to you by Melden Law. Florida has had several coaches who were SEC Coach of the Year, okay? One of them did not get fired. One of them. Of all the coaches at at the University of Florida who were SEC Coach of the Year, Ray Grays was fired. I mean, his last year, he went in knowing it was his last year. They had told him, you're done. 
and they had already made a move for Dickey. Ray Graves was fired. Charlie Pell, fired. Galen Hall, fired. Will Muschamp, fired. Jim McElwain, fired. Only one survived. Steve. Steve Spur. That's it. But isn't that funny that, that all the SEC – but then you start looking through the SEC coaches of the year, you go, Les Miles, fired. Ed Ogeron, fired. Yeah. I mean, it is it is what the SEC is. You know, Houston Nutt, fired. Yeah. Uh, Mike DeBose, fired. Gene Chizik. I mean, you can just go through the list. Most coaches do get fired. You get hired to get fired. But I, I, I thought that was fascinating to think about only one guy didn't get fired. Yeah, them it's insane. All of them. Yeah, Florida and then Saban's probably one of the few that hasn't either. You no. Know? He yeah, Saban. I mean they've been, they fired a lot of coaches in Alabama. That's no doubt about it. Because they went I'm Shula Price, DeBose. Did they had a run. Francione left on his own, but Tommy Tuberville got fired. Tuberville got fired. And he probably did he win SEC Coach of the Year at some point? He did, he did. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying actually. To, I think he won it at, at both Ole Miss and Auburn. I'm trying he got to th- fire by, by Auburn, but not Ole Miss. Trying to think of some coaches that that could have won it and have not been fired, other than Phil Fulmer fired. Yeah, <laughs> I can keep going on this list. I'm I'm doing it all from memory. Um, the, but can uh, you think of any that other than Spurrier and Saban? Spur Saban. I mean, I'm sure Kirby Smart yeah, has, Smart, but I mean, he's only it. been a head coach for a little while. So yeah. he'll, right. be, he'll be next. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're getting beat for recruits by this Billy Napier. We're getting rid of you, too. All right. We got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we got a lot of things we got to talk about. One thing is my Dooley's dozen 12 football games we wish had a do over. I'm sure um, Zach will have some thoughts about that. And Zach could be breaking news. Any minute now. I hope for Corey's sake they don't get another pledge. Uh, who knows? All right, we'll be back with more of the tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set roll sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, here we are. Not Jeff and Pat, but Zach and Pat. Or Pat and Zach. Or you could go Pat Zach. Or Albaverdurly. Alba Verdooley. There yeah. you go. Al- yeah, Alba Dooley. Zach, breaking news left and right here as far as commitments go for Florida. And uh, we're going to get to a lot of other things I want to talk about, including the <laughs> 12 football games we just had a do we just had a duo. <laughs> now all the Florida fans are pointing out the fact that Marcus Stokes outperformed Jaden Rashad. At ah, of course he did, yeah. And he's smarter, and he's better looking, and... And he's from Florida. That's right. Yeah, and he's a Tim Tebow got him to go there. The second coming. It'd be nice to you know again. It not only would be nice to let uh, Napier coach a game. Be nice to have this kid on campus. We could see him and see what he looks like. I mean, you can look at him on TV, but anyway, it's just kind of crazy. But. That is why college football matters more down here, and people don't get it in other places. They don't. They don't understand it. This is where when you go to the Big 12, for instance, okay, Oklahoma and Texas, same way. Everybody else in that conference, do you think TCU fans are, like, freaking out over their recruiting class right now? I'm going to go on the record and go, no. Texas Tech fans? Like, hey, hopefully we get enough th- two stars to to put it together. All right, well, and, and how do you, how would you feel if you were a school that couldn't play the NIL game, that didn't have the donor base that Florida has, that didn't have the Hugh Hathcocks of the world and the right. Gary Condrens of the world, right. um, and didn't have the Gator Guard 
you really wouldn't be playing ball. So uh, Florida is fortunate to be in the position that it's in. It's it, Like you said, it's just going to take time for this staff to become familiarize themselves more with recruits, with high school yep. coaches, with people in this state, with relationships and connections that they have to build. Oh, and by the way, coach some football games. Um, and that's just yeah, man, that's, that's only going to help. They've been around for, what, six months, seven months? Six months, seven yeah. months. It's, it's, it's amazing I mean, when you think about it. And it was like, I mean, they have their quarterback now, but like the fans worried about like the idea that, you know, they were going to have trouble getting a kid. Like their quarterback is Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I think that they're going to have an attractive offense and attractive product on the field. Um, and again, that, that is a big part of Florida's recruiting going forward is what they do against Utah and Kentucky and Tennessee early in the season yeah. and how that offense looks and how Anthony Richardson looks. If he goes out and he poops a bed and they got to bring Jack Miller in because he can't, you know, uh, throw a spiral and then Jack Miller is not anything special, you're going to go, I, do I really want to go play in that? So it, that's a big part of this recruiting factor uh, going forward. All right, let's go ahead and get some phone calls in here. 392-8255 if you want to call in. Uh, we will get to the Dooley's Dozen in just a little bit. Let's go to uh, uh, Tennessee Mike is up here. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, Dooley's? Hey, Zachy, it's your favorite caller, the Cosby Cattleman. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, hey, I've been missing you, man. You've been missing me. I can't say I have, but I'm <laughs> glad to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, it's breaking news. uh uh, hump day, I guess. I got a little breaking news for y'all guys. Um, y'all, are, uh, Zach, you probably are. You're in kind of that internet space. Um, are you aware of this guy named Dave Biddle? Very impressive. I heard him interviewed. I hear him a lot. I heard him today. Buck Nuts. You know who Dave Biddle is? I don't. Never Ohio heard State. of him. Okay, I think is he related to Joe Biddle? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm afraid Joe Biddle, by the way, Billy, I'm sure he's, I mean, uh, Pat, I'm sure he's one of your bros. I think he's in failing health, by the way. Yeah, he's very, yeah, he's near the end and it's sad he's one of my best friends so i was actually talking yeah. to coach spurry about him the other day yeah i used to call biddle up all the time you know he's a tri-cities guy where spurrier grew up and we used to go round and round all the time probably not surprised about that but no. guys i was hearing um dave, dave biddle he's apparently the number one guy on ohio state and I, I this is new this is why i'm starting with this guys he said notre dame to the big 10 is done not happening period and he said that Notre Dame has a standing offer from the SEC. So they're going to sit out there, play around, do their little deal. We talk about it all the time, Pat. They're going to do their little Notre Dame stuff. And if they finally figure out they're not welcome at the party, apparently Sankey's going to throw them a life jacket. All this – everybody who is writing anything about expansion is basically just speculating. And, like, today, right. I mean, how many things did you see today on Twitter? It was like uh, the SEC is actively negotiating with FSU, Clemson, uh, I think it was Virginia and Virginia Tech, well, that which isn't happening. So, look, there's probably a nugget of truth in everything that comes out, but until it's done deals, I'm not going to re- overreact to it. Yeah. And once again, I'm not making this up. This is coming from Dave Biddle, and I would be shocked. And in, in well, maybe opinion, he made Sankey it up, would be right? as, Well, uh, yeah, maybe so. But in, in my opinion, Sankey would be asleep at the wheel if Notre Dame doesn't have an offer in the SEC. But I was shocked to oh, hear most people don't even consider 
Most of them consider Notre Dame to the SEC, but apparently from this guy, who sounded very impressive to me, that um, Notre Dame can do their little what they do, and then if and then uh, Sankey's going to have a, a leave the light on at the Red Roof Inn for them. It could be. I mean, look, Notre Dame is the – we've talked about this. I, I think it's the last big team, the last big brand that is not affiliated to one of these two conferences. And what they do is going to kind of change the shape of everything, whoever, wherever they go or if they don't go anywhere. Then you've got to kind of figure out, okay, what do we do? Do we go to 22 20 team conferences? And how does Notre Dame fit into that? You know, the playoff with the whole playoff. I mean – there is so much unknown. I'm kind of waiting for everything to get resolved before I worry too much about the possibilities. I mean, look, everybody keeps asking me, who is the SEC going to go after? I, look, obviously they'd take Notre Dame in a heartbeat, like they took Oklahoma and Texas. After that, I don't know who they would go after. I don't know who's that attractive for the SEC. Well, well, I would just think if Sankey was to lay in the – the Death Star, Notre Dame, that'd be a big raise for him. What if he got Notre Dame and got rid of Missouri? That would be great, man. <laughs> hey, I got some other fresh dope, and then I'll clear out some knickknacks and hit and run on you guys. Got some fresh dope on Miami, guys. Not what we've been talking about, Pat. Here's what I'm hearing on this. I know y'all are worried or you know still pouting about the quarterback. Y'all got beat on. I, I, this lineman, no. this, this lineman, this Polynesian lineman was a Tennessee-Miami battle. And I got two or three little hot nuggets on um, Miami here, uh, Zach. You're welcome to use it in your work. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Cristobal, Hurricane Mario, as they call him, has a big Polynesian ace recruiter. You know anything about that, Zach? I don't. <laughs> okay, well, you do now. And um, also, you do cover Florida, guy right? That everybody's, not, not Miami. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, this Ruiz guy that everybody's wanting to focus on, although it's wild, wild west now, and there are no rules. Um, apparently, he and Mario are bros, like real, real tight, like maybe going way, way back. You know anything about that? I, I don't know that either. Okay, do you know? Okay, here's what also I heard. Uh, You've been reading Chris a lot of Twitter today. In. I can tell that. Cristobal is married in to his wife. The two super donors down there at Miami right now are this Ruiz guy and Cristobal's wife's family. Have y'all heard that one? No. Could be. All that we could be true. All it could be true. Yeah, you've heard all. But that. I don't know what yeah, why that, that too. why that matters. I don't know what it matters. Well, what, what, what I heard, well, the way I heard it was explained today was Cristobal's going to have a long leash down there. Because if he falls on his butt like he did at FIU, uh, his wife's family's jerking the money. So he, hell, he might be on a six-year contract. I'll get this, Pat. Um, the, the Oregon quarterback, what's his face out there at San Diego now? Marcus, uh, Marcus Mariota? No, what's the guy's act? Well, you know what we're talking about. Uh, Bo Nix. Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin oh. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert threw oh, the ball 42% man. of the time at Oregon. Yeah, Justin he was Herbert. really good. No, no, no. What kind of co- what kind of coach has the, probably the best young quarterback in the in the world and throws the ball with him forty two percent of the time? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I somebody, somebody, that's somebody, about how much Danny Werfel threw the ball too. Okay, maybe a former offensive lineman that doesn't know what he's doing and he's very conservative. Uh, you're, you're, that might be the so you're. Here's here's oh I finally figured out the agenda. You're down on Cristobal. You want Cristobal out of there so Kiffin can get that job. 
Now, Uncle Luke told uh, Blake James to do that. Blake James didn't do it. Blake James got fired. And by the way, Blake James is at Boston College now, Pat. I don't know if you saw that one or not. I but, did um, see that. I heard him on the radio the other day, actually, talking about how much he loved it up there. Nick, you didn't have to be here on those Miami hey, Pat, I know we know Uncle Luke. I know we know Uncle Luke can rap. Maybe he knows a little more football than we're giving him credit for. Because uh, kind of inter- kind of interesting there some of those Miami Nuggets, but uh, hey, last thing for you guys, Pat, you were talking about the job Kiffin did at USC, bringing Kiffin up. Kiffin did a hell of a job at USC. The Kiffin haters will never tell you he ran into a buzzsaw, thirty scholarships, beat UCLA fifty to nothing. Uh, you and Zach are probably dumb enough to think Napier's a better coach than Kiffin, and that's why I listen. Y'all hang in there. I would not say that, Billy. I would. I would not say that either. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Billy Napier certainly is capable. What, four years into his head coaching yeah. career, so not not at the same point in their careers. No, and uh, but no, he didn't do a great job. There's a reason he got fired on the tarmac. Because, and I want. I remember. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Robbie and I are in Lexington that night. Okay. Florida played a night game against Kentucky, but there was a late, really late game, USC, and I can't even remember who it was, USC and Arizona State, whoever. And we're watching the game, and, and they're kicking Arizona State, or they're kicking USC's butt. And then we're watching the game, and I go, Robbie, have you ever seen worse body language on a head coach in your life? And we started making fun. We started laughing about it. We started calling people going, turn on the game that's on ESPN2 right now. It's USC's losing, and Lane Kiffin doesn't want to talk to anybody. And and that's – when he got fired, when he got home on the tarmac, we were like, uh, I would have fired him that moment. And I know I talked to other people, like other ADs who said, I, I would not have put up with one more minute of that. That's why he got fired. They, he wasn't a great coach there, and he – was had the worst. He was very immature. Now is he better at Ole Miss? I don't. There's no doubt. I I like him at Ole Miss. I actually think he's a pretty good coach. Is he ever going to win a national title? No. Well, and he wasn't going to get the Florida job. No. And he and even though he wanted it, yeah, he wanted a lot. He wanted the FSU job and didn't get it. A lot of people just look at the baggage and just go, nah. And then for sure. and the, in the history, you know, obviously the, all the baggage could be gone, but he's got too bad of a history and reputation. Well, that, you know, it, it pr- he will you. never be the coach at Florida. Nope. Unless um, now again, the new Florida where they <laughs> they hire people not based on what their local record, you know, local stuff is. It's more, you know, I don't want again. I don't want to get too carried away here, but. <laughs> It's it's it is a it, Florida's different right now than than it was six years ago. Okay, different. That's all I'll say. And with that, I'll let it go. All right. So we will uh, come back and we'll bring up this uh, story I did. It, it came out today, and I will tell you that I had a meeting with with the people at Gators Wire today, and and they were showing me. Oh, well, by the way, here's where your stories rank. And this story was getting so many hits. People were freaking. out. This was getting. Your bosses would probably be envious of this. It, it was getting so many hits; it was over fifteen thousand. So, mm. um, but it is an interesting story, and I just had fun with it, and that's what I like to do. So we'll have fun with it here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Zach Albaverde here on ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. 
Seattle Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Tennis star Rafael Nadal has just pulled out of competition at Wimbledon. After beating the final American man yesterday in Taylor Fritz, he was supposed to play Nick Kyrgios in the semifinal. With Nadal out, Kyrgios advances to the final for the first time in his career. In Major League Baseball, the Braves and the Marlins are both in action tonight. The Braves take on the St. Louis Cardinals and look to complete the four-game sweep. They have won the previous three games by a combined 16-4. Spencer Strider takes the mound for Atlanta. The Marlins travel to New York to take on the NL East leading Mets. Tonight marks the beginning of a four-game series for the teams. The Marlins currently sit fourth in the division. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You 
are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here for the, uh, still in the second hour, and uh, we got a couple calls coming in, so we'll get those calls and and get back get back to that. But I did want to bring up this uh, this thing I wrote that uh, came up on Gators Wire today that is getting a lot of uh, well the hits. I've done a couple of them where, like I did the the best receivers. Man, I heard from the Ricky Natiel fan club. They were not happy that I did not include him. But when you think about it, the 12 best receivers in Florida history, that's hard. Very difficult to do. I mean, there are guys. Well, I'll have to look at it. Ike Riedel. Let me see if I can name him. All right, here we go. I got it right here. I got it pulled up right here. You can't look. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Percy, Ike Riedel, Quezzy. Um. Ooh, man, Carlos Alvarez. Um, you got both Gaffneys on there. There's he a Gaffney on there. Um, I'll give you number one. Who would you think was number one? Percy. No, no, he's not. You know why? Because Percy wasn't was a just hybrid. a receiver. Yeah. He was a hybrid. And and if you're asking me who the best receiver was, and this is where I got in trouble with people, because even Carlos Alvarez wrote a long thing on on Facebook about, hey, um, uh, to me it was Percy and West Chandler. I had Ike Hilliard. Yeah, West Chandler's who I meant. But Ike Hilliard, whenever there was a huge game, was the best player on the field. Yeah. Four touchdowns against Tennessee. Three touchdowns in the national championship. He just kept doing it over and over. And then you look at his NFL career. I'm not looking at his NFL. No, I'm, I'm just saying that validated yeah. how good he was. All right. Second was Carlos. And if and think about this. Carlos Alvarez, the the numbers he put up with a, a bad knee his last two years. Is Jack Still, Jackson in there? Wait a minute. Right, we'll get to it. Number three, Chris Storing. Yeah, absolutely. Set the record Travis for, McGriff. Wait a minute. You just got to wait. Percy, four. Ooh. Is that low? I I, I I would have put him ahead of Chris. <laughs> well, but as a receiver. Yeah, no, Chris had way better Chris numbers, better. though. It, it, way better numbers. Maybe I shouldn't have gone with him. Jabbar, five. Yeah. Six was Riddell. Would you, who was it? Jabbar wasn't related to Wes. It was. um. No, Jabbar was. Re- Derek was his dad. Yeah. yeah. But, so I was thinking. um. When I, when I said both, West Gaff, was Gaff, related I'm, to uh, Dallas Baker. Dallas Baker. Yes, that's what I, I. That was a hard one to leave out. Dallas Baker. Andre Caldwell was number seven. Which, if you think about Florida receivers, Andre Caldwell's not a guy that jumps to mind. He's got the all-time record for receptions in, in season, Florida. Yeah. No, for a career. Oh, yeah, yeah, for career. So I, I had to put him in there. Uh, Willie Jackson Jr. Mm. Toughest guy I ever saw play. Uh, West Chandler, probably too low. I agree. Jack Jackson. Yep, I named him. Number 10, uh, Jack Quiz on 11 and 12 was Travis McGriff. Yeah. And Travis was 12 mainly because of that one season. It was 98. A, 
unbelievable season. The record that will stand forever. Let's go ahead and get a phone call in here. Ryan, what's going on? Afternoon, gentlemen. Hello. Hey, Zach, when you got so excited that first hour about breaking news, I thought you were going to say that the SEC had amended the schedule and that Georgia was going to have to go to Texas A&M three times just in 2022. <laughs> like, yeah, just just in this year, they should have to go there three <laughs> times. That's right. they got to make up for it. I'll tell you, man, that whole uh, – that's the one thing that intrigues me the most about all this realignment. And, you know, all this realignment stuff that is similar to recruiting – in some ways, we can talk about it and talk about it and speculate and, you know, think about all this stuff. And, and just like the Dingaling from Tennessee was giving you all the stuff he thinks he knows is happening. But, uh, you know, until it actually happens um, and everybody signs on the dollar line and we see game schedules, who knows what to believe. But my biggest thing is, like, the schedule. Like, I feel like there's going to get to be – there's going to be too many teams. We already don't get, to, in my opinion, in the SEC alone, you don't get to play everybody enough and, and determine a true champion. You know, and uh, so I just I don't know how they're going to get make the schedule work without just playing about ten conference games and you know and then some kind of playoff playoff thing. Who knows, man? I just don't see how it's going to work with that many teams in one quote conference. Yeah, I I think that all these people that are saying that, that it's going to be twenty two twenty team leagues, uh, they're just guessing. It could end up being two sixteen team leagues. And may, there's no reason – again, every time you dice the pie up a little bit, people get a smaller piece, even if you bring them in. And that that goes back to, again, with the SEC. Okay, yeah, if you can bring Notre Dame in, sure. But if you're going to bring FSU in, how is that helping your TV market? If you want to bring in um, North Carolina, I don't know how big – I mean, Jeff was trying to tell me North Carolina is a huge brand I because of Michael Jordan. I. I think Michael Jordan's a big brand. I don't know that North Carolina's a big brand. Basketball. But that's not important. Nobody cares about basketball. Nobody, I mean, I'm just saying. But but but, but, what yeah, matters but, but, is but your, when you add UCLA, that's you're adding that. That's the one you know that you get from that is the basketball prestige that they have. That, and I'm not saying just, I'm not saying how that look, carries you, a ton of weight. If you're but it taking does. USC though and you want a USC, you have to take UCLA. Otherwise, you know, it sure. it, it makes no sense. But I'm just saying I don't think anybody Anybody would have said, "Oh, I, we'd love to have UCLA." No, but I'm saying basketball is not that big. A yeah, deal. but at least you get uh, at least they bring something to the table. They do, they do. <laughs> like, That's true. It's just like with Stanford. Somebody brought up Stanford. I go, Stanford. Stanford yeah. hasn't been relevant in football in like six or seven I mean, years. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you could make an argument that I know you said that the basketball didn't care weight, but I mean, North Carolina, you could. I'm sure Florida would rather see North Carolina be added than Florida State or Miami. I think they would. And the other thing is, I mean, I again, we always hear about these partnerships, and everybody keeps saying they're not going to take North Carolina if they don't take Duke with them. And then you, so if you get Notre Dame, you can't go Notre Dame North Carolina. You'd have to go Notre Dame somebody else because maybe North Carolina wanted to drag Duke along, or North Carolina could say, "Hey, Duke, sorry, dudes." We love you. We're, it's the greatest rivalry in basketball. So, but the bottom the, line is, we we want it. We want to go where the money is. And that's the other thing. If you add those two schools, it's like you know, with Texas and and, and uh, Oklahoma in football, you're adding that big rivalry in basketball. So, yep. I say you add both of them. With all the talk, you know, about who does the SEC go grab more, and I, I mean. 
one thing Greg Sankey's proven to be is he he's going to make calculated moves. He's not gonna, he he's the leader of the pack. He's the one that's made all this happen because everybody started scrambling when he brought in Oklahoma. He started, Texas. yeah, he started, started the whole, whole thing. thing. And it, and who and even though Texas has been you know down for the most part in football, you know, but I still think when you're talking brands, you're talking the state of Texas. I mean, and obviously them too alone. And when they get you put them in the SEC. And you get them the TV package and the money, then they're going to be relevant again. And it's proven out by Arch Manning going there, which I mean, he may they may never pan out. But I mean, the fact that he he goes there and he's got these five stars lining up to go with him, you know, immediately put them right back on the map. You know, so, yep. And I, I, I tell mean, you I what, I think he's not going to make a stupid rat no. move. Just oh my gosh, I got to go ahead. I mean, I I hope we stay right where we're at for a few years and, at least. And Texas was a no brainer when Texas because I think I'm pretty sure Texas has the biggest brand. In, in America in terms of alumni, in terms of uh, money that they contribute, in terms of uh, sales of, of uniforms and that kind of thing. I, I think it may be Texas one. I'm not sure where Oklahoma is, but you when you take Texas, you've got to take Oklahoma in that situation. I'm not sure that that's as big a brand or even where, anywhere near the brand, uh, but to get both of them, you know that's what you want to do, uh, and that's could that's exactly the same way with USC and UCLA. Now, if Notre Dame wants to come to the SEC or the Big Ten, it's not like they drag. You know, like in the uh, have you ever see the movie uh, Galaxy Quest, and at the not. end he's dragging a field of mines behind him, and they all blow up. <laughs> um, that that's what that, you don't want to be doing. That you don't want to be just dra- getting a team to to just get a team. So if Notre Dame gets in, I mean, I'm sure Notre Dame would have an, uh, in any, either one of these conferences, I think they would have a huge say in who the other team was if they did that. And again, they, right. they got to go even. I, 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 I don't think you can go odd. No. I wonder what, how long their contract with NBC is. Cause we know that's a, that's a lot of money there. And it's, it's, the independent thing's been working for them somewhat to some degree. You know, they've gotten into playoff thing here a few times, you know, uh, I'm not sure how that all pans out, but you got to feel like they're going to end up in one of these, one of these deals, whether it's the Big Ten or, or the SEC at some point. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, look, it, nobody, can tell me what anything is going to look like in five years. Hmm. Nobody. Right. No, it's, all it's all guess. And, it, Which is, like you said, why the SEC didn't vote. I mean, yeah. pointless. But this is why we have talk radio shows. And this is why the SEC and uh, college football has funded us, basically, over the last two years. Last year, it was Oklahoma and Texas. This year, it's UCLA and USC. You know, other than that, what else will we be talking about? Uh, the Braves won last night three nothing. I watched the whole game. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> yep, me too. Well, hey, uh, shifting the recruiting a little bit, and I don't, you know, Zach, when you were on the show on a regular basis, I, I admitted then I didn't really follow it a whole lot. But I am curious. Uh, after hearing Tennessee Mike there, uh, you know, wanting to give you some sources, I got a buddy who's friends sources. with. Uh, he's Mr. Oh, he's reading stuff <laughs> on like websites, you know. <laughs> I know. He's like, there you go. I gave it's you like the Fox there, News but, website. He's all over that. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy lives in Georgia, but he's good friends with Mr. Patrick's son, longtime trainer in Florida. So if you need anything, Zach, reach out to me. You know, I got you covered. I Dan Patrick? Back, back <laughs> yeah. Now, these two guys you, you spoke of earlier, um, Zach, is, are these guys that we're talking like 2023? Yeah. Are they, are they rising seniors? Yeah, okay. rising seniors. Correct. So, 
So that class sounds like it's lining up if these guys stick, in which we know that's, you know, we know how that goes. But if they stick, I, I like that. Sounds like that class is lining up pretty good, man. I'm yeah, excited. I mean, you look now, uh, they're at 10 commitments, excuse me, 11 commitments. And since my birthday, June 21st, when was your they've landed one, two, three, four, five commitments since June 21st. All of them, top three hundred players, um, or excuse me, I said I said uh, five. That's six with uh, Stokes. So that's a half dozen since June twenty first. Um, Stokes is a four star on twenty seven Sports. So really quality commitments as well. Hashtag FireNapier dot com. <laughs> yeah, oh, Pat, you brought that up earlier. You know, one of the ones I thought about when you said that. Uh, well, recently, Carlos Beltran. You know, he's part of that Houston Astros thing. Um, and then he was hired for the be the best manager, and then of course was fired immediately with all that came out. But the one that I got to thinking about, you talking about the coaches never made it was old George O'Leary, because he had two. He had to deal at UCF, and it was like some he faked some kind of war. No, he faked uh, something to had he, on his resume at Notre Dame. Yeah, and for they, Notre Dame, right? Yeah, yeah, and they it was it had to do with his education, I think, or maybe something uh, playing like football that. or something like I that. Know. Anyway, but I don't know. But uh, hey, Zach, real quick, and I'll get out of here. Uh, just completely changing the subject, so we don't get talk anymore. Uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, new the Law and Order? They brought it back. I'm not a I'm not a real fan. Uh, what do you think about that? I dun, mean, dun, 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 dun. I watch it just because um, <clears throat> I watch it, although. Uh, because, right. Yeah, yep. yeah, although I didn't watch like the last, um, the last like two or three recent episodes um, because I finally caved and convinced uh, my wife can convince me to <laughs> Watch strange, Stranger Things. Okay, I've watched them all. So, and I, I started watching, and I got sucked in, and then I had to watch. I literally watched all four seasons in like this summer, so I hadn't seen any of them. And then right when I got done, it was I when the last was a, two were coming out. Wasn't that a story about uh, your time at the Gainesville Sun? This <laughs> is <laughs> <a> Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things. The Upside Down. Which. It what it became the upside down by the time you got there. Yeah. You were like, "This isn't what I was thinking." I was just memories. Be. Yes, I, I this yeah. place was great when Robbie and Pat and Arnold were here. Now it's not so good. See, that was a, that was funner things, not stranger things. <laughs> that would have been good time. But yeah, I, I like that dude when he was on burn notice. But and the, that whole dude prosecutor. I don't know. I couldn't. I told the wife. I said I want to watch it just because I'm a law order fan. But I couldn't get on board. Yeah, but, he uh, um the guy that the guy that. Came after Jack McCoy, uh, he grew on me, and I liked him. He was like fiery, but the new yeah. guy is—he's um, just a little much. You guys yeah, are talking. You, you, you might as well be talking gibberish to me. I—the only time I ever watch Law and Order is when I'm um, Jack McCoy's the man. When I'm on the road for like an, an SEC or an NCAA basketball tournament, and I got nothing to do from two to four, <laughs> and it'll be on I'm like a rerun TNT, a rerun. That's Every time I watch it, it's good. I thought you were going to say, when but it's the same the show over and over again. I thought you were going to say when you're on the road and had too many at the bar and you law and order actually. Then I just pass out. All right, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> we'll see you, buddy. See you, fellas. Appreciate the call. We got to get a break. We're way behind. We'll do that. We'll come back. We'll get to this. 
12 do-overs in just a minute. You're listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley and Zach Albaverde here today on a Thursday on WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms are likely to develop in the heating of the day. We've already seen a couple of those even early this afternoon. Those are expected to continue through the evening, producing heavy rain and even at times frequent lightning. Storms should remain sub-severe, but of course we'll be keeping an eye on them through the afternoon and early evening. Once we lose the heating of the day, we'll lose storm coverage, but we'll do it all over again tomorrow with highs in the low and mid-90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pattlard. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I don't think the outside world gave Kevin enough credit. I think if you came within our organization, Kevin was given all the credit. Can we stop with the Kevin Durant obsession? I appreciate him, though, giving Kevin Durant his due. His flowers? Giving him his flowers, yes. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley. 
right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, Billy Napier. Okay. You had a pretty good day today. You know who did? Better than James Franklin. James Franklin did not have a good day. But that is the world of recruiting. It is a day-to-day process. Yeah. The old, the old. Uh, uh, what have you done for me was, Well, the old cliche was, recruiting's like shaving. You don't have to do it every day, but you're going to look like crap if you don't. Well, uh, that's the way it is, and it and it appears that Florida does have a coach who believes in recruiting every day of his life, um, and and what they've done is good. So now we're all happy. We're all praising him. Okay. Then, then he, the next guy comes in. Uh, this guy uh, tomorrow, Eugene Wilson, is going to decide right between yep. Florida. He'll and be a Gator. Texas A and M. He'll be a Gator. I'm just saying, if he goes to Texas A and M, everybody goes. No, we can't get the receivers though. This is a problem. Okay. And then they'll only get Iden Mizell, who might be the fastest receiver in the country. But. Well, they need to get some offensive linemen in here. That's I will say that. All right, so let let us go over this really quick because we we have to get our final break in still. Uh, this appeared today on Gators Wire, which is what I, I write for uh, among the many things, WRUF.com, also write for them. Um, in fact, I'll go ahead and retweet it again just so I get more hits. There we go. Um, so it was and, – and I got thinking about this idea about, um, you know, just if you could go back in time and relive – and make think something different, one one play different, what would it be? Mm. And so the first one I came up with was don't throw a shoe. Because, and I know it's the obvious one, but I think that was the beginning of the end of Dan Mullen. I think up to that point, people were in love with Dan Mullen. They thought he was, okay, the Darth Vader thing, yeah, you know, demanding uh, a, a full swamp and during COVID was stupid, but they were still, they were fans. That game ended it. And, and again, if you don't throw that shoe, you win the game. You're tied up. You're, you got the two two fifty one to play. You're about to get the ball back. And Trask has gotten it going a little bit. You're going to win the game. So that was number one for yes. me. Number two, play a different coverage against Georgia in 1980. I mean, here's what they were playing. I went back and looked at it over and over again. Four-man rush, three linebackers, all covering nobody, which drives me nuts. It's a zone defense. It's a soft zone, but nobody's deep, which is weird. So, obviously, I could have coached that one up a little bit better. Um, Number three was call better play against Ole Miss. Mm. That play didn't work out. I would have run. You know what I would have run? I said it right after the game. I said, what, where was the jump pass right there? That would have been the perfect play. They sold out. would have been the perfect play. Uh, but, again, that worked out okay. Everything worked out okay there. Number four was uh, don't fumble the, the punt, Daryl. Daryl Jackson's fumble against Alabama when Florida lost their 30-game win streak at home. Mm. That was the big play in that game was a fumble. It's allowed them to tie the game. And then, of course, the missed extra point is why they lost the game. And that's what I was going to go with. I forgot all about that game. I know. That was a great game. It was a great, great game. Um, 1993, get the play right, Danny. Spurs told me this. They they, they had a miscommunication. The play wasn't correct. 
Danny throws they're up ten nothing. They're about to go in and make it seventeen nothing. Danny throws a ninety three yard interception to uh, Calvin Jack or ninety six yard interception. Florida loses a game with five hundred sixty yards of offense. Huh, that don't happen. No. Uh, six, don't play funnel defense. This is what Ron Zook was famous for. Funnel everything into the middle. Let him catch it there. And that did not work in that 2003 game when he allowed Dominic Robinson on fourth and 14 to catch a 24-yarder. Still one of the hardest losses for Gator fans. Uh, number seven, don't put Rodney Brewer in the game. I, and you, school this, me. I don't know anything this. About this goes way before your time. Your parents probably hadn't even met yet. They're up 28-7. Curran Bell is unstoppable. It's early in the second half, and he goes, we need to get Rodney Brewer some time. Pick wow. six, run the first play, then two more turnovers. They end up getting a 28-28 tie, and Rutgers got the onside kick, and it's his to go win it. And they didn't. Luckily, they fumbled. Uh, the obvious one kicked the extra point. Spurriers-Missouri game, we all know the story about that. Uh, Dallas Baker, don't swing back. And and he has apologized a million times. I love Dallas Baker to death, but that changed the game there. Um, number 10, I, I, that may be one you didn't know about. Make Jack Jackson eat breakfast. Mm. Florida, FSU, the choke it doke. Jack Jackson had to miss the fourth quarter because he cramped up because he didn't eat breakfast. Mm. And they, their offense just went – that was part of the problem. It wasn't just their defense. Uh, don't fumble in Raleigh. That's way before your time, but it was – that game in 1975. It stays look with me because – Look at these photos. Robbie Ro, – I know. They did a great job. Robbie and Tim and I and Robbie's girlfriend at the time drove to Raleigh for that game. Were we happy? No. <laughs> don't call a trick play in the oh, Outback Bowl. Oh, man. Just don't do that. They're up. They're they're down thirty eight thirty, and he runs a Vernell Brown end around pass to Grossman. I remember Robbie walking up to me. I didn't even include this in here. I remember Robbie walking up to me and going on the sideline. Goes, that's a new fourth and dumb. <laughs> I go, well, it wasn't fourth down, but he goes, I don't care. It's a new fourth Man, and dumb. Florida had two um, heartbreaking losses to Michigan in the Outback Bowl. That one and the one with. Um, Tebow and Harvin when they went off in 2007 and still lost that game. They had no defense. Remember Mike Pouncey was playing defensive tackle and he and he picked off a pass or grabbed a fumble in midair. That might have been that was of, a, that, that might have been one of Percy Harvin's best games. He was great, but you know who was really good was Chad Henney. And the trouble was he was throwing against freshman wide or DBs. Joe Hayden, Major Wright. These are NFL players. Ahmad Black. Is there any uh, games on here for that didn't make the duo over list that were you you had to leave off? Uh, there were a couple that I thought of. I, the, the biggest one would have been the uh, Frankie Sanders game. Oh, I know, I know one you left off. But then I couldn't think of who. What what could you have done differently with Frankie Sanders? Well, what? I know, I know one you could have put on there. Okay. Um, you, it would have it would have had to been uh, characterized as um, call a different two point play. Damn it! You're you're right, and I had that written down, and I forgot it. That is that should have been number two on that list. I screwed that up. That would have <laughs> been I should have been on that list. Now I feel like it's a huge disappointment. <laughs> 
That was the worst two-point play call I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And, and ruined Alabama the national championship two season. Two years ago. Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking of – which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Alabama. Oh, the Tennessee one? Yeah. No, here's why I didn't put it in there, because Rex screwed that one up. And here, no, here's the biggest reason I didn't put so it in there. So which one are you thinking of? I was thinking about the Alabama-Florida game when Florida comes back and they cut it to two – and Emory just runs it in the middle of the line. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That, that's right. that was the one I should have put in there. I didn't put that in there because, first of all, that yeah, it, it, then you're just going to overtime. Yeah. You haven't really won anything. So I, I, that's the only reason I left it out. But that play was stung. Like, there was a play that I thought about putting in there, but it would have taken too much context. They're playing Georgia after Herschel. They're up nine to seven, I want to say, or nine to three, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Georgia's got this drive going. It's not much of a drive. And as a play happens, Wilbur Marshall leaps over the pile of players to avoid them. Mm-hmm. But it, a, a guy from Georgia his, lifts his head up at the moment. His helmet hits him in the head, mm-hmm. and he gets called for a 15 yard penalty. That play I would like over again, too. Two other recent ones uh, that could have made the list. Don't fumble Jordan Reed. I thought about that. Now, again, and, th- and th- this is where the best you could have done is tied the game with a two-point conversion. So it wasn't like it decided the game. Yeah. That, that was the only context. Yeah, but it's it still if, – if he – Scores if he scores and they get the two point version may win the game in overtime. They're playing they play playing for national championship, championship. Yeah. but um, that's a lot of things that had to happen. Another one from the, from the same year, and this one, I think, would uh, but it doesn't obviously trump. Don't throw a shoe. Was don't fumble, Malik. Oh yeah, that was big. <laughs> I mean, they had that game in the bag. At A and M, he fumbles and they get the game-winning field goal. Yeah, you think uh, that—that's a good one. Uh, there, you, see, you've given me two from that same year. That now I'm, or not that year, but the two years in a row, where I'm thinking, well, I screwed up. I could, I could have. But I, that's why you do list. But, right? but out of those three, the first one that comes to mind for every fan is this one. <laughs> It's the shoe. Oh yeah, the shoe's <laughs> it's still number one. That will, I think it'll always be number one. But all right, we got to get our last break in. By the way, I wanted to, um, I wanted to send out um, again. I, I I hate it when people say thoughts and prayers because no, James Conn's family is not going to hear my thoughts and prayers. But it's it's always sad to see a, a legend pass away. James Conn, of course, Godfather number one. A lot of great movies. Um, what was the movie with um, with um, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker and Nick Cage, where he steals her, or he tries to steal her? Mm. Uh, Honeymoon in Vegas, I think is, is the name of it. That's a pretty good movie. And he was in a uh, Brian song in the program. Yes, Brian song. Come on, man. I don't know if I can sir him. Maybe we'll try to do that. You have to have five great <laughs> movies. He was movies. also in Elf. Right there. there. Okay, there's two. Godfather and Elf, and they're about even in my <laughs> mind. So we got to get a break. We'll come back. Maybe we, we can Sir, uh, Sir James Kahn.
when we come back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Zach Alberti on you. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Charges against former Gator basketball star Keontae Johnson were dropped yesterday, according to the Alachua County Court docket. Johnson had been accused of sexual assault earlier this year, but the court records showed that prosecutors agreed to dismiss the case. Tennis star Rafael Nadal has just pulled out of competition at Wimbledon. After beating the final American man yesterday in Taylor Fritz, he was supposed to play Nick Kyrgios in the semifinal. With Nadal out, Kyrgios advances to the final for the first time in his career. In Major League Baseball, the Braves and the Marlins are both in action tonight. The Braves take on the St. Louis Cardinals and look to complete the four-game sweep. The Marlins travel to New York to take on the NL East leading Mets. Tonight marks the beginning of a four-game series for the team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you're not careful, you can overpay for a diamond by thousands of dollars. Most people go from store to store, website to website shopping for diamonds or looking for four C's. International Diamond Center's Robbie Blue says looking at the four C's is not enough. There are many, 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 many other criteria that affect how a diamond will look and how it will price out that very few informative sources will tell you about. That's why at IDC you get a thorough diamond education, learn the inside secrets, and understand how to avoid a costly mistake. A to Z, from Z back to A to make sure you understand the investment that you're making and making sure you don't overinvest. In the jewelry industry, you don't get that everywhere. You just get, it's pretty, it's this price, I'll discount it. Do you want to buy it? And they don't care if they ever see you again. So even if you don't buy from IDC, come see us first to learn how to be a smart shopper and buy like a dealer buys. International Diamond Center. Get store hours and directions and learn more at shopidc.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back just a couple of more minutes. Um, Again, uh, just to give uh, you some breaking news that we've talked about for most of the day uh, with Zach, Zach Alberti here again from uh, On3 and uh, GatorsOnline.com. Florida gets a commitment from a four-star quarterback and a four-star running back. Good day for the Gators. Good day. Good day. Top 15 class. Um, They've now taking care of some important positions in the 23 cycle. They've landed their quarterback. They've landed their running back. They've got a couple cornerbacks committed. They have a couple wide receivers committed. They have uh, defensive line is, I think they've done a good job. Yeah. Two, two defensive linemen. They have an edge rusher that they flip from UCF. Um, They have a couple offensive linemen committed. I mean, they've done a really good job. They're going to land some more receivers uh, they are going to land some more offensive linemen and defensive linemen, and then they're going to hit on some linebackers here as well. And then they have some big targets uh, still in the secondary. So, um, you know, Jordan Castell, uh, Cormani McLean. So the potential for this class um, is still big. And, again, we do not know the guys and the players that right now are maybe maybe not as high on Florida. Maybe Florida's in their top five but not in their top three. Uh, maybe Florida's not even their top whatever. Um, maybe they're committed to another school. We don't know what guys three to four months from now, once a season is had, once recruits can see yeah. what this team looks like with exactly. this staff, are going to all of a sudden decide once it's time to sign, you know what, I want to go to Florida. Um, so the, the, there's – a lot of time left between now and the early signing period. All right, we got to get out of here real quickly. Is there one guy they have to get still? Cormani McLean. Yeah, that's why I, I was just going to say yeah. Cormani McLean would be the guy. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for our show. We had a great time today. Breaking news all over the place. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back on, uh, I think, Tuesday. Uh, Jeff is not going to be back till Tuesday because of uh, the baseball tournament he's at. So I think we'll be back Tuesday. Until then, I am Pat Dooley for Zach Albaverde saying, I'm deep, way back, and I am out of here. See you guys. All right. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W.